Welcome to Creativity and Soul with Jade. I'm your host, Jade Chung, and I'm an art therapist, intuitive healer, and integrative trauma coach. I help women heal their mind, body, and soul so that they can expand into a creatively led life that feels embodied, expressive, and authentic. In this podcast, we are exploring all of the different ways, avenues, opportunities, and concepts that are going to help you embark on your journey into becoming the truest version of yourself. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. So for today's episode, I have a beautiful conversation recorded for you with my friend Stephanie from Divine Cosmic Empress on Instagram. Um, Stephanie is an energy healer. She's an intuitive guide and she is also a a coach and she weaves all of that soul-led spiritual information um, and guidance into you know, the work of mindset coaching and life coaching as well. So, um, yeah, Stephanie always has such incredible pearls of wisdom. So I am so excited to share this conversation with you guys. We talk all about safe spaces. We talk about mentorship. We talk about what containment and being held in even online spaces have done for us and have helped us on our journeys. Um, and so this is just such a beautiful conversation. And I'll also mention that we did a part one, um, over on her podcast, which I will link below. And we recorded this one maybe like a month or two ago, and we really went deep into the connection between nervous system, between nervous system healing between nervous system repair to spiritual awakening to opening up your gifts, how the mind, body, and the soul are all intertwined. Um, all of the work that I do, you know, in terms of really being attuned to our multidimensionality and the importance of that in any kind of healing work that we do. We talk so deep, we get so deep into that over on her podcast. So definitely, you know, before or after listening to this conversation here, go over to her podcast and check that out as well. So without further ado, I will drop into the episode and I can't wait for you to tune in. Very excited to have you on the podcast today, Stephanie. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. How are you feeling today, first of all? <laughs> I'm free. I'm feeling really good because we're like right between we had the Love and Lauren portal yesterday. We're in that energy and then we have the new moon tomorrow. So I feel very like held. <laughs> mm, mm. It's 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 definitely a um I've been feeling it in my field it's a period of a lot of like shifts I feel like but in holding a lot of practices for ourselves we can then feel really like held in those shifts Mm -hmm. yeah so I mean I wanted first of all for all the listeners we did a part one um conversation over on Stephanie's podcast will which will be released sometime soon at the time of this recording um but we had such a good time chatting about just all things like spiritual akashic 
intuition, healing, trauma. We also spoke about the nervous system a whole bunch. Um, but how to give a little bit of a preface, how Stephanie and I actually know each other is through um, a mastermind that we are in together to really learn how to be and grow our business with a beautiful business coach that we love. And the topic that I kind of wanted to start us off on today was to talk about the importance of safe spaces and, you know, these safe online spaces that we find ourselves in that we both now create for our communities in different ways and very respective ways. I just think it's something that like is so needed, obviously. <laughs> and I kind of want to hear, I just want to hear your, your journey into, you know, the work that you do, your journey into um, creating these spaces and how you've really seen transformation through them. I definitely love this question because it's always good to reflect on your evolution, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I've always, always that person where I thrived in like self-study. There was a point where uh, I remember like I was in college and I stopped showing up. Like I would just do the work myself. Uh, and I, it, it, it was like right before we had like virtual online classes, like way, like right before. And I just found myself I was like, oh, I, I did better just studying on my own and then I'll show up for the test, <laughs> which, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know how I got it through, but I did. And, <laughs> and I remember though, like always like I could do things on my own, but mm -hmm. Then there was a point because my background is originally in like health and nutrition. And um, I learned how to do a lot of things because I did research on my own. However, at some point, I remember coming across somebody who was actually her. She had a business in nutrition coaching and she and I worked together because there was something about her and the wisdom and the perspective that she was sharing about health that I was mm -hmm. stuck on and I wanted her like guidance, like, okay, mm -hmm. like how do I navigate um, what I needed, this little edge and push where I found my stuff, myself stuck on. Mm -hmm. And at the time she and I were just like working for my, what I needed for myself. But eventually I remember the opportunity came up like, oh, like I am a nutritionist. So I would love to learn how to do it from a business perspective through with you. Mm -hmm. And something that I realized, which is really good to be aware, because when you start working with a coach or if you're in a group container, oftentimes, especially with energy work, like transformation, um, self-growth, we have like our ego. And at the time, mm -hmm. at, for some reason, it didn't click for me in terms of like what I was actually in, like the relationship dynamic of having a coach and, and being coachable to be honest. Yeah. And there was like a dissonance for some reason for a, a bit, because from there I ended up being in my first mastermind. I never knew what a mastermind was. And mm -hmm. like, I feel like it's so important that when you go into a mentorship or you go into a group container that the leader lays out what this actually is. Cause a lot of people are new and they don't really know like what is actually happening. Because there's a lot yeah. of elements, you're learning yeah. something, yet there are sort of ground rules to, so that yeah. you can understand what you're gaining from this relationship. Yeah. And I mean, those ground rules exactly are 
I mean, what are those ground rules? They are the structure, right, of how a group is run, a safe space is like held, how the dynamics also, you know, the conversations that are being had between people, how how those are like nurtured and fostered. And, you know, we were speaking a little bit prior to, you know, coming on to this episode today about how, yeah, like you're saying, especially when it comes to any kind of like energy work, any kind of soul level or spiritual healing, mind, body healing in any way, being in containers where you're really being asked to, um, really being asked to be vulnerable, right? That safety is first of all, so important. But what I have, you know, going off of, you know, your story and your experience, I also had no idea what a mastermind was <laughs> when I first like came into the coaching world and was like, you know, really getting into, um, I guess a little bit of backstory. I also for a long time was a, someone who just kind of like wanted to do it all myself, just like felt like I could handle it all myself. And what I have found is that, you know, through the years I've seen, you know, different one-on-one mentors, different therapists, a few different ones. And there is nothing quite as supportive, I find, and quite as deep in different ways, but quite as deep as being in a an intimate group of like sisterhood or in a program where you you are all in the container for the same purpose with a certain with a certain level of intention and a certain level of just just on that same timeline you know mm-hmm. and that's been such a I don't know just like being in this world now where where you know we've met just the online space has allowed for so many of these like containers to exist and I feel like just like giving space to these spaces is is so important because that's how we can get, you know, that's how we can relate in new ways and be mirrored in new ways. Yes. And like to go off from that, it's like, I remember, I don't know if you ever played like back in the AOL days, or yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> AIM AOL. Oh my god. Yes. Like I, there was funny. there's a lingo where um so I used to play a lot of video games. So I was in the community where we would RPG, so role play <laughs> and through typing. Um, yeah. We would create stories and play characters. And that's how I actually met people online. And I was somebody who I in my world, which I think is important to like highlight about coaching and mentorship especially in the virtual realms um in my world I didn't have people in my like close vicinity who I knew liked the same things I liked yeah and because of like the virtual space like there's something that a freedom that allows you to tap into like yes. allowing yourself to express yourself either through typing writing or virtually like Something like when you're a coach and you're presenting yourself, like you can express a part of you. It's a little bit harder to express like in the real, you know, off online, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's how I found them like, oh, I love online spaces because I've met people all over the world. Like, and I started meeting people who were actually into deep spiritual, like, Mm. things, like, and that helped me because I was never... 
I didn't feel like I had a connection with other people often at that yeah. level, at a deeper level, you know, that yeah. I've always, always been passionate about. And then to see it through with others, I'm like, oh, um, this is awesome. Like I can meet people and then um, through that and yes. grow like, and like learn from each other. Right. And know that you're not alone in it. It's the importance yeah. of community. And it helps for those who like, don't feel like they have a connection, like whatever, like topic or, you know, lesson that you're learning in your own containers. Um, and I feel, so I know a big thing, like you mentioned earlier, some people tend to be nervous about getting into a container and mm -hmm. I can see why. Cause like, as you mentioned, and I'm thinking now, I remember someone who's always been like isolated and like feel comfortable being alone. Um, for me being on a one-on-one -on -one container and then eventually in group containers, it brought up like triggers for me of like the sisterhood wounds, like allowing myself to get intimate, oh, yeah. like with the coach and then you seeing like because of our level of proximity you get to see all my nuances you get to see when I am like hiding away like I'm I'm you know what is it uh, I am self-sabotaging myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm late, leaving you on red you know <laughs> it's funny because I feel like um, when you first start start to get into you know healing containers mentor or like in a group no one is used to being gently called out or like gently mirrored to them what their shadows are through, you know, your typical family and friends, because those relationships have been there for so long. Right. But when you are put into these new situations where, like you say, you have to relate to people with dynamics that are very different. Right. And it, and, and a, a good, co I believe that a good coach's job or a good, maybe not a healer, but a good coach's job is to um, be able to, well, mirror to you, but also bring out certain threads and connections and dots that, you know, might be obvious to a, you know, a third party observer who is trained in observing those things, but that like, you know, we have our defense mechanisms, right? We have our own like coping mechanisms, self-sabotaging behaviors, and we don't see a lot of those dots. And so, um, well, we see those dots, but we can't connect them. And so having those spaces really allows you to do that. And what's really funny, actually, as you're bringing this up, Stephanie, I wrote my, I wrote my, um, master's thesis for art therapy, um, on, on like essentially like mental health online spaces and how, authenticity and creative expression or like authentic expression can or like cannot be be relayed um through these platforms because it's an interesting thing right if you think about how we show up online or how we show up in our quote-unquote real lives how do I phrase this many of us have all of us have these different parts to us and different spaces will bring out different parts of us a bit louder, right? Sometimes they'll activate us to show up in a different way, challenge us to show up in a different way. It might challenge us to um, call in our higher self who maybe we've been pushing away for a little bit mm -hmm. or have been scared to look at for a little bit. Um, 
but I do think in many ways, like the online space allows for people to be able to show a different part of their authentic selves and who they are in their soul without feeling scared of judgment, as scared of judgment or as scared of, you know, labeling. And and I think like you were saying too, I am um, a good mentor coach will, we like in the, you know, healing space. So when I do energy work and I do ritual work, so I always believe firmly that when you when I do work in the spirit realms, like um, shamanic journeys, it is sacred because yeah. we, especially like you're saying, these things are going to come up where you're you're viewing your like your shadows that you haven't really seen, but you're going to see it in somebody else. It's going to be relayed, mm-hmm. um, like the importance of setting the sacred boundaries, mm-hmm. like not just physically in terms of like, okay, this is what to expect and all that but also at an energetic level because I feel sometimes um, I love giving space for people to let out these shadows so that we can see it, but also not wallow in it, right? Because we don't want to turn that container to a space where we're just going to dump all our problems on it. You know, we want to move. And so when you hold sacred space, it's you're, you're allowing for, not just for the lessons that you're actually learning and through what you're hearing and the modules or through the people, through conversation, like even conversating with somebody is healing because there's something maybe like one of our mentors, she says that some people really don't know what right questions to ask. Mm -hmm. And in the intention that we are being fully present right here in the space and we're allowing for transformation and growth, you know, I'm open to this space here that the conversations are going to be ones you you would receive answers to that you didn't expect right it's like exactly what you needed at this time or later on it'll yeah your awareness it's also it also makes me think that I don't know I I do believe that with every program or every like every program that we run, right, that we have for our communities, but also every, you know, mentorship container that we are in to support ourselves um, and our own, you know, growth and healing and like maintenance as someone who, you know, leads a community and leads other groups um, because we're also human. I mean, I truly, I truly lead with the belief that like every, every conversation and every connection that is made in each container is meant to happen (laughs) you know what I mean and so immediately like the the vision that comes to me is like it's like a web that we weave with every container that you feel drawn to right that you feel intuitively called to at each part of your journey you have these relations and these dynamics with people who will mirror back to you certain pieces of yourself and sometimes trigger you and challenge you, but also activate you and expand you. And it's just like, it's, it's part of the web that is our universe and how we are all just like moving together, right? It's just energy that is being circulated, but just in a very, very kind of like a new contemporary way. Um, And that's just so cool. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just like pondering on that right now. (laughs) 
And when you said like web, I think of literally the flower of life. Mm. Flower of life is like the sacred geometry and pattern. You think about the Akashic records. Yeah. We're all connected. So the universe is literally in all of us. And we all share, present, or, you know, we embody different aspects of it. Yeah. So when you enter into a container and in the sacredness, I feel like you hearing what you needed to hear, those conversations where mm -hmm. like you did not like fall into that container out of like just what is it? By accident. By accident. It was with okay. like purpose. Yeah. Like and I feel people yeah. who make those decisions to like I'm committing to myself. To myself growth, to my journey. I'm I'm actually directing my intention of my life. So I'm going to choose to be here yeah. and commit yeah. <laughs> to, you know, showing up. Yeah. And in doing so, I feel like you're saying it's not by accident. So when you're entering into this space with intention, you start seeing like the healing conversation. It's like, I think we said this before too. It's like you're all you're on this vibration you're all in this trajectory you're all with you're all here for a reason for the mm -hmm. same mission transformation learning growth and mm -hmm. you cannot fully get everything out of a book no a lot of like your healing and your wisdom is comes through experience and then oh, yeah. everybody reflects a piece of the wisdom that your soul needs that's going to vibrate to you at the right time and you're like like a different perspective it's like yeah my husband tells me one thing in one way I might like like yeah okay but somebody else <laughs> says it to me like yeah. I see their perspective you know like that's probably yeah. more open to listening to it now just hopping in here to let you guys know, speaking of mentorship, that I do have a few one-on-one -on -one mentorship spots available to start end of this year at the time of this recording and also starting um, about January, February of 2024. If you are listening to this episode at a later date, um, there is always a wait list available um, for you to join when it comes to my one-on-one -on -one mentorship containers because I do only take a hand of clients at one time to just make sure that I give my clients my highest standard of care and my full energetic capacity. But in terms of mentorship containers currently open and available for you to hop into so that you can feel super held and incredibly um, nurtured in your healing journey and to be guided through in a very personalized way, whatever it is that you're working through. I have a three month container open, a six month container open, as well as a long-term 12 month container that is so, so juicy for those of you who are really craving that, um, really just longer term nurturing guidance from a therapist and a healer that you can deeply trust and who you see not only as a facilitator to you, as a healer to you, but also as a friend, a serious support system in your world. Um, healing in mentorship, healing in groups, healing in safe containers are so, so crucial. And so one-on-one -on -one mentorship is really the highest touch point, most intimate space that there is for healing with me. 
in my world. So if you are looking for that deep dive, that personalized work of trauma healing, of somatic healing, of access to all of my modalities and all of my programs as well, um, I will leave all of the information for one-on-one mentorship down in the show notes and you can apply. There is an application form. All of the details will be in the links below. And yeah, if you are feeling called to this, it is no coincidence. And I'm looking forward to receiving your application and we can start a conversation to really see what would be the most supportive and beautiful for you at this time. I also think that obviously different people, different relationships, you like you see parts of yourself in different people, right? You see parts of yourself obviously in relationships that are very close to you that you hold near and dear like you know your husband or your family your parents whatever maybe your kids um but being yeah like activated and mirrored back or like learning from the experience of someone who might be living like miles and thousands of miles away from you but they're with the same purpose like you're saying like they're with the same vision Um, that is something that is priceless. And it's so funny that you bring up the importance of, um, like real life experience and like, as opposed to like the academic or as opposed to like all the things that we can like constantly consume and like intellectualize, but like, what does it actually mean to embody, embody information or embody perspectives based off of based off of like real life journeys and real life understandings. Yesterday I was at a, um, an 11, 11, uh, like gathering local to me in Vancouver. And this guy who I'd never met before, um, brought that exact, basically like your exact statement up, um, what you exactly said, you know, the importance of, he was he was just talking about how you know in this day and age technology and like online presence and like these online spaces that he's also a part of he's also a coach um it's brought so much connection and depth in a new way but at the same time um it's also meant that a lot of people are now seeking information really fast Um, seeking to know things in a way that isn't actually embodied and people have a really really short attention span where you know they a lot of he notices with a lot of people in his community who want to learn tips and tools really quickly but they're they're scared to make that commitment to themselves to go deeper into what could actually lie beneath, you know, the fast, efficient ways of like learning. Does that make sense? Um, That was a really interesting conversation. What are your thoughts on that? Definitely. What I hear is like integration, like giving yourself and giving like you the self, the client joining in, and then you the coach, them time to integrate. And then also that individual um, 
who's joining in, like really time to practice what it is that you are learning and receiving, knowing that I feel it's just like any transformation, like I'm not going to just do it for a week and I expect myself to lose like 20 pounds in a week, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it, yeah. it, like it's a lifelong because not only are you learning these tools, but say if you're in business coaching, you're learning these tools, but it's not just for like the week that I learned it. It's like, it's a building of a foundation of a level mm-hmm. that not only is it going to help you at a tangible level for your business, Mm-hmm. But also you as an individual transforming, like you're learning a skill so you can rewrite something that maybe you've been doing, maybe needed tweaking. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. even like you weren't aware of. And like people, I feel like so oftentimes when I jump into containers to learn a new energetic skill, <laughs> you know, spiritual lesson skill, right? Something like yeah. that. I feel that it's so important not that you're just verbalizing something to me and how to do it like I need to have a felt experience for it to integrate into myself yeah yeah. so I know how to articulate that also in energy work it's like unless you really know how the process is is for you to tap in as a channel Mm -hmm. to ground yourself what would happen is like you'll start questioning like am I channeling or am I not channeling like I don't know the basics I just want to learn how to channel if you don't know the sacredness of the steps or like how to do it and tap in and like hold yourself Mm. you're gonna flip-flop and you question yourself and that's like a big thing I see when people are talking to me about how do I know if I'm connecting to my higher self or my ego space you know um and I think the biggest thing is integrity because like you want okay so it's like one thing is like yes I want a a change right I want to make 10k months (laughs) but not only does it require action and accountability that's the other thing about you know entering these spaces like you're going to be held accountable you know Mm -hmm. but also it's important of like like do you truly believe like with intention, because I think energy is weaved in everything that you mm-hmm. do. Like your hands are the wands, right? Yeah. And that magic. And I feel like you could learn something and then just put it out there. However, how long is that foundation going to last you? Mm-hmm. Like when you're thinking about like building a business and then, but how long is that business going to last? If you don't really know the basis of holding relationship for a long time relationships right if you don't or, fully understand it right you mm-hmm. have to understand especially when it comes to like you know the deep work of of like yeah like like spiritual connection or you know if you are wanting to serve others right if you're wanting to become a coach or a better coach or like learning a you know a new modality i mean yeah the word inter the word integrity so important and it's sorry, I cut you off. You were about to say something. I just had to <laughs> I just had to reinforce how important that is. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I feel like who are you who you are becoming mm. more than the thing that you're learning is actually why you're here. Yeah. Like you're learning something in a skill and then like, you know, you want the quick result, but what kind of person are you wanting to be with it? Like 
I say this often when people read Akashic records and like, or they look into past lives and they start like, oh, this is who I was in my past life. Yeah, but what does that mean now? Like, are you just going to like glorify this thing? But what real transformation is really going to serve you? How's right. that going to, like, do you understand like what that, that piece and tool and lesson that you're learning is going to play? Right, right. I mean, because everything, I mean, it goes back to everything that we are connected to, everything that we are drawn to, everything that we want to learn or we want to develop, you know, skills around is for a reason, is going to serve us as a part of our sole purpose, as a part of our mission, as the season of the mission, right? I mean, so for you, how has, how has being in, those group spaces that we're talking about or being in, you know, these activating spaces where you have learned certain skills and you have like put yourself in with a lot of intention. Um, what would you say has been like the biggest growth piece for you? I would say the biggest growth piece for me is having Right now, my most recent containers have been in. I love. I've been loving it mm-hmm. because I've been loving having a mentor where I get feedback or reflection yeah. on my work because I can be so much in my head, like anybody. You know, That's like funny. I could be doubting myself. Like we all have that, especially like when you're putting out something that is new. Um like you're creating a course or someone who's learning a skill that is entirely and that's what we were saying earlier like if you haven't yet embodied that teaching you're gonna question yourself right so oftentimes especially in energy work and you're learning a new modality in that way it's like the ego will come up because it's not actually something tangible oftentimes that you can physically see yeah. And you have to be in the space where like you're in trust and receiving. Yeah. I think, you know, with something that I've noticed with clients who let's say like, so I read the Akashic records and it's something that I feel like, like you say, is a little bit, it can be a quite a little bit of a tricky modality because you have, you know, Sometimes I have clients who come in who are really, really seeking answers and they have maybe tried to access their Akashic records themselves. Um, but they reflect to me that they find it really, really difficult to, first of all, be able to relax their body enough and trust their, I mean, there's so many levels to it. Like first, yeah, being able to relax their body and their nervous system enough so that they can actually connect um, and that they can actually open up their crown and their third eye. And the second of second part to it is really, I feel like we as a society have been really trained to not trust our intuition, where we're just trained not to trust anything that is not, like you say, tangible, anything that is not material, anything that is not like 3D, anything that is not rational, quote unquote. And so you know, there's so many people, beautiful people who so deeply want to connect with that intuition that we all have and that they know they have, but it just, 
there's just so much doubt. <laughs> they come to me in these readings and they're like, the, the main energy is often just like, is, is doubt. Like they know the answers and I can tell even without like reading their records, I can tell that they, there's a subtle undercurrent of, they actually, by what they're saying to me, I can tell that they know what the answer is, but oftentimes they're just so in their heads about it. And why I'm bringing this up is, you know, in response to what you're saying about really, really, you just got to trust a part of that embodiment work and the integration work is also about just trusting, trusting in your intuition, trusting in yourself as you are and, and like where you were being called to and where you were being driven to. And I think it's just like, it's not really taught or even like encouraged to trust you. I mean, like not in my generation, not me. <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. like to trust yourself and to say like full expression of your own self, like is perfect as it is and beautiful. And like, there's nothing wrong. And so the other thing about me going into a container that I loved recently is like teachers who emphasize like, I am teaching you the skill and tool lesson, but I want you to eventually take it on for your own. I don't want you to copy me. And I think that's yeah. the thing. We sometimes, school makes you feel like you need to copy something yeah. <laughs> and then be the copied version of what you just went through. But in the mm. school of life and yeah. coaching and industry, it's like you're, you're being transformed. So what at the end, through it and at the end, when you reflect back, does it like, how, how are you going to use it? How is it going to be expressed through you? And what does it mean like, mm. for you? Because I feel like oftentimes, like when you learn something and you're just doing it just to do it, like the for the ins and outs of it. Yeah. But if you don't really have like a felt understanding, like just beyond the logical mind but like really knowing it if like if I took that book away from you would you still know what we're you know like yeah the essence of the work um because oftentimes too like you need to see that real life experience when you work with people mm -hmm. like it's not going to be what it is in the black and white textbook like yeah. you have a real person in here things are going to be happening so how are you yeah. going to hold the space to navigate them through the yeah. modality that you're learning and you've learned. Yeah. yeah. I think there's also, that makes me think of like, you know, in school as well, we're taught to, we're taught that like things always have a structure to it. Like things always have, like there are grades, right? You have to reach a certain grade. And that means that if, if you get an A, that means that you're doing well. Or, you know, like if you pass this year, then you get to the, the next year. And then like, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, and then like college, and then your master's and one-on-one, one-on-one. There's like a, there's a hierarchy to learning. Um, and a big part of like, honestly, my own journey with coming into this work, not only like personally in healing and personally with my own spirituality, but also as like a business owner and as a coach has been like literally relearning the way I think about think about like structures 
<laughs> and like realizing that the structures that we a lot of those structures institutional structures obviously they're there for good reason we need them right they are a foundation that allows us to gain certain like basic skills in life mm-hmm. um but when we're talking about like you know the work that we do so much of it is what's the word like uninhibited <laughs> it's 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 open right it's open and it's so unique for every single person your path is so unique um you're on your own purpose mission trajectory and the structures and the frameworks that apply to one person doesn't apply to yours and like the surrendering around that I feel like is such a big piece at least it was for me um and being in groups being mentored by people who have not necessarily walked the exact same path but who are really living in their authenticity and you can feel that they're living in their in their purpose and in their highest truth that's so expansive right and that allows you that like that like raises your frequency to like you know, to, to match, to not match theirs, but like, yeah, kind of to match theirs, right. To, to be resonant with also your highest available at this time. Yeah. That's, that's been something that I've had to like work through a lot in my own journey. Um, but also that I've found, you know, mentorship, especially to be like really important, um, in helping me kind of like unravel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I find that when it comes to the, I think there's always like there in any skill that you're learning, there's like a basic and foundation, just so the structure of what Mm -hmm. you're, you're, what is the purpose of this and like what is actually occurring. I like, I'm of a science background. So I like that, especially Mm -hmm. because I do energy work. So I like, I need, I see where the energy is flowing. So I understand that Mm -hmm. way. But I think especially when I meet with people, when you don't know yourself, when you don't know your shadows, when you don't know how, you, sh- you know, self-sabotaging yourself um, and you that causes the, the like the obstruction energetically. So you're not able to tap in if we're talking yeah. about like channeling or readings. Right. And like knowing how to feel safe in that, like will only help you to own it right yeah. you, you jumped into the container and I think something I want to say too it's like remembering that everybody's a reflection of you so if you meet a coach mm. or a mentor mm. that, exude, that exudes something that like amplifies you excites you like yeah. you like I want to learn from them it's because they are actually embodying a version of you Mm. that you're stepping into so that's mm. empowering you know I love like, that yeah that's and, and, that, that that's so that's very well said it's perfect exactly <laughs> <laughs> and like I mean that's that's exactly why we do the work that we do right because we ourselves were have been expanded inspired in some way mirrored in some way by others who have a lot you know it's just yeah I love I love the work that we do. Speaking of containers and everything that we have spoken about, 
what if someone is really drawn to your energy, wants to work with you as a mentor, um, and feels like they see themselves in you? What containers do you have available at the moment that are opening? Um, tell us all about it. Yeah. Um, so the containers, um, so ending the year, um, I'm actually, my first one is vibrate intro to vibrational healing. So mm-hmm. it's all about learning how to like harness the energy, especially when you're diving into energy work and spiritual work. Um, and this also applies to everybody who's living because you're constantly um, being surrounded by energy in which could change your level of frequency throughout the day. So you can feel mm-hmm. grounded in the morning, but something happens and you're suddenly thrown off. You're ungrounded. And like, how do I vibrationally bring myself back? Yeah. Where I feel grounded, where I can, I mean, I still have like 18 hours left in a day, you know, like how do I get through the day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and I'm teaching vibrational healing so that people who felt ungrounded, people who feel like, they're in you know exploring their soul's gifts Mm. um they want to reach a goal especially because this is leading into the new year how do i keep myself well resourced enough Mm -hmm. so that i can feel into my power i can make decisions that are grounded i can feel confident what i'm doing i can know and trust that i'm leading myself from the highest source yeah um and then also like I'm teaching vibrational healing in terms of all the levels of body, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, so that you can calibrate yourself, like see that you don't just have to give me an hour so I can meditate and I can come back and feel grounded, you know, like, like I use anchoring systems and the spirit of energy Mm. around so Mm -hmm. I can bring back, Mm. hold myself in my integrity um, and be yeah available channel for someone when I I need to show up you know yeah Yeah. and that one's actually gonna start like right now it's Black Friday it's gonna end like that Saturday of Black Friday um you know Thanksgiving weekend um but it's a self-paced course with also um two Q&A um sessions where everybody gathers together and reflects Mm -hmm. on like what has been coming up for them So so important you also get that component of the group coaching yeah and that's also going to show you how to begin to work with energy in terms of like holding your energy your vibration in the sense that if you are working towards a goal or desire yeah you're gonna be able to receive it more easily because you're not blocking yourself Mm. I love that it's also so I think I mean, so needed just in general. I feel like just in general, we all need to be grounding more. I need to be grounding more. <laughs> I came onto this call today, like out of a out of an emergency situation and I was not grounded. And so I should have done some grounding. And so I could honestly use your course. Um, but I think also with the holiday season coming up, yes. Um, just like a lot of people getting like flying, traveling being with family sometimes can be ungrounding and grounding all at once. So um, yeah, that sounds, sounds like opportune time, (laughs) the right timing for your course. That sounds amazing. Very excited. Mm -hmm. So all of um, Stephanie's information on the course and also where you can find her will be down in the show notes. 
Um, do you have any last parting words for our listeners today? Mm. <laughs> I would say definitely. Huh. Before I even start working with somebody, mm-hmm. I maybe have a session with them. <laughs> because I feel like the thing that you'll feel inclined to move towards the next lesson or skill you want to pick up um it's something that transformed and changed you that you received from somebody else and then it felt you feel like I feel called to want to share this with the world mm-hmm. like go for that you know and just yeah. know like trust that intuition that inspiration yeah to also give back is important <laughs> I mean the giving back part also yeah everything that we receive it's all a cycle, giving and receiving, right? And so everything that we learn, everything that we embody, how do we serve it to others for their highest best? I love that. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today, for sharing your wisdom. 